0: Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining us. Are you looking for a place where you get some practical and helpful tips on how to manage this crazy life and find balance in motherhood? Then we're here for you. Join us for all the raw and real girl talk right here. You're listening to All the Things. All the Things. All the Things with chongs and, and Beck. All right. Hello, everybody. Um, Thanks for listening to our episode. This week we have a guest. It is just going to be me recording, um, but we have a guest, and it is my mama, Charmaine Herlong. Um, We wanted her to come on and talk about spring cleaning and some tips because we know for a lot of mamas, spring cleaning can kind of be overwhelming because when someone says spring cleaning I kind of think like well and this is exactly what it is but I think like you literally have to clean absolutely everything from top to bottom and that is what it is but hopefully we can get some tips to help um with spring cleaning and maybe making it easier for us it's been a long time since she's had littles in the house but I'm sure she can help us out just a little bit all right mom say hello hi how are you all all right so first i want you to kind of tell us what your background with cleaning is so that when people are listening to you you're not just a normal mom you have a history of cleaning so tell everybody what your history with cleaning is how long you've been doing or how long you did it and all of that
1: well actually i started cleaning when i was about 12. um i did it as a side job for extra money to do little things that I wanted to do, go to movies, buy clothes, whatever. But then I moved to Hawaii in 1991 and I opened up a professional cleaning company. The name of it was Blessings from Heaven. And by then I had 22 years of experience in cleaning. Uh, The company took off rather quickly. It became a five-star company and We were there in Hawaii for 22 years. We did not only residential, but we also did commercial cleaning. So I am familiar with all aspects of what you need to do when it comes to getting everything in order.
0: Yes. So residential and commercial seems so, that sounds like, so like, uh, I don't know words. She basically means houses and then also businesses, right?
1: Yes. Residential or private homes, commercial or businesses, um, And it could be any kind of business, doctors, dental, warehouses, um, realtors, anything business-wise.
0: Yes, they did it all. They were the pretty much, I would say, the main. There were other cleaning companies, but you guys were the main company. When when people wanted it done right, they called you.
1: Yes. Actually, our motto was, um, if the father is happy with it, humans have no choice but to be happy with it. (laughs) And we were a little bit higher than everyone else when it came to, um, the cost, but like our, um, customers said, it's worth it.
0: You're paying, you're paying for what you get,
1: That's you're it. getting what you pay for. Her word is her bond. And if something was done and it wasn't done correctly, she sent a team right out immediately to correct it.
0: Yes. Yep. Yep, yep. Mom knew what customer service was before people knew what customer service was. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we are definitely having someone come and talk about spring cleaning that has a background, knows what they're talking about. And um, I've talked about this before. Mom is very clean, and I am not as clean as my mother is. (laughs) So (laughs) She comes over and she goes, oh, no, no, no. And she comes and cleans my house, and I help her with her. Instagram and that's our uh, trade. She'd do it anyway because she just is that type of mom. She would still come in and clean even if we weren't trading, but um, she does a really good job and uh, hits all the areas that many people probably don't think about. And I know this because I had such a hard time in San Diego, we would have people come in and they would clean the house. Um, My mom would like, you know, that would be like her gift to us after we had Kylie or whatever. And she'd be like, I'll pay for someone to come clean your house. And they would come clean and they'd leave. And I'd be like, these people don't clean like my mom. Like, they don't know how to clean, you know? And so uh, I wish there was a mom, you know, everybody had a mom like her. Or in every state, there was someone like her that could come clean your house and do it the right way. But um, so anyway, we are going to just have some questions. We'll see if you got any answers for us. Okay. Um, so when it comes to spring cleaning, are you the type of person that you... I I know this, but like you go in and you just do it all in one day or, well, let's talk about when you had little kids at home and you would have to clean. So would you just do the whole house in one day or would you separate sections of the house in different days?
1: Me personally, I did it all in one day, but I know why. Yes. Why did you choose that? That was just me. Okay, I just wanted to go in, get it over and done with and get it over. However, I know that there are moms today that are very overwhelmed with children. There's a lot of um, activities that the kids have. Um, There's social media. A lot of moms work from home on the internet, so their time is very limited. With that, what I would say is do not be overwhelmed with the entire home. There were times that I would take a team in and the, the home that we went into was really, really bad when it came to cleanliness. And I could see that the team was a little bit overwhelmed and I would just tell them, do not look at the entire house. Let's start with one room. We'll look at this one room, deal with that one room, take care of what needs to be done here, then we'll move on to the next room. So what I would say to moms today is if you really don't have the time to be able to get that entire home done in one day, take it one room at a time. Um, A lot of people say to me, oh, but Charm, I don't have time to do it. You know, how do I keep the house clean, the entire house clean? And what I say to them is take about 15, 20 minutes a day and do one room. Then the next day, maybe you can do two rooms that take about the same amount of time as maybe a bathroom would take two bedrooms would take that time. And then by the end of the week, you've gone through the entire house and you probably would still be able to have a couple of days off, but yet you're rotating and you're not overwhelming yourself with the entire home. Just one room at a time.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Cause I mean, when I would, I was better about this in like Utah and San Diego, But like when I would need to clean the house, I had where Mondays I would do the floors and Tuesdays was the bathrooms and so on and so on to try to split it up for me to make it easier to handle. But do you, so when you're saying to do one room at a time, which that answered my question of When you're starting and you're overwhelmed by the process, you're saying just concentrate on one area at a time instead of looking at the whole house like, oh, my gosh, I got to do the whole house just like one section at a time. Are you talking about like do you also do organizing and deep cleaning while you're concentrating on a room at a time or do you concentrate on hitting everything and organizing or deep cleaning first and then looking at everything and organizing?
1: The way I clean is I clean top to bottom. So I clean in closets, I try to organize. So my way is to organize and clean so that everything in that one room is being done. Um, I find that if you're cleaning the outer areas, you see the sink, you see the floor, you see the toilet, the tub, but then you open up the cabinet and it's a mess and you've never cleaned in there. There's old dirt that's continuing to come out of that cabinet into those areas that you continue to clean. Now I know that everyone doesn't have the time to organize, but I would really suggest that at least once a year, you try to organize those areas that are not being seen. I think it'll make you feel better. Mm -hmm. Um, And being those areas are not being used all the time. uh, They're not really needed as to be cleaned continually. But my process is as I am cleaning, I organize to make sure that every area is done correctly. Right.
0: Yeah, she doesn't. (laughs) I'm like, I'll dust the whole room, but I'm not gonna make the bed. And my mom's like, "Uh, that's not a clean room. The bed needs to be made. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what is your method when you're saying that you clean top to bottom, First, let's ask this. When you're looking at a house and you're planning to go start somewhere, where do you usually choose to start?
1: Well, if I'm gonna go in and clean, I'm gonna go into detail to home. When I say top to bottom, when you start to clean, I start to clean the fans, the lights, the everything that is top, because as you're cleaning, the dust is falling. Mm -hmm. So I start from top and work my way down. So I would start with the lights, the fans, windowsills, baseboards, and then I would go to the toilets, the sinks, the dressers, any dusting, and then I would detail, you know, with vacuuming. I would try to get underneath the beds wherever I can. Um, and I will keep t- saying, I know it gets overwhelming because a lot of people are not that detailed, but every little bit that you do will help you.
0: Yeah. So what room when you go into a house or even your own home, what room do you usually like to start with?
1: The bathrooms.
0: The bathrooms. That's what I because with too. to me
1: that's the hardest. Mm-hmm. And if you get the bathrooms out of the way first, then the dusting, the vacuuming doesn't, you know, it doesn't seem so overwhelming as if you start with dusting, vacuuming. That takes a little bit of time, and all of a sudden it's like, wow, the bathrooms. I've got the tub. I've got the sinks. I've got the toilet. Mm-hmm. The floors. No, I think the bathrooms, because those are the most important parts of the home that needs to be kept the cleanest this way, if that's done, and you really don't have a lot of time to detail the dusting, at least, you know, the sanitary part of the home is taken care of.
0: Yeah. Um, well, now what are your methods for when you have, uh, let's say, um, rings on the toilet or just uh like the tub sometimes um what is it called soap scum and uh what is it mildew and mold and stuff like that when you have stuff like that that is um in the bathroom and it might be harder to clean it might take a little bit more elbow grease to get into do you have any tips for how for making that a little easier to clean
1: Yes, for the toilet, when it comes to the toilet bowl rings, there is um, a product called Pumice Stone, P-U-M-I-C-E. It looks like a a square block, oblong square block, but uh, the material it is made out of, it's very easy. You just take it and you rub it on the rings Mm -hmm. and it takes out that hard water Mm -hmm. because what hard water is, is it's accumulated, um, what is that? Oh, I can't remember the name, but anyway, we know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's so like the a pumice. Build up yeah, they like, build okay. up. So the pumice stone will take that out very easy. Mm-hmm. I am an old fashioned cleaner, so mm-hmm. I totally believe in bleach on mildew. <laughs> yes. Um, they are up-to-date natural remedies that you can probably look up on the internet and find. But I am a firm believer in bleach. Um, if you're worried about it, cover your face and your mouth. <laughs> spray the mildew close the door and leave for an hour or so but when you come back that mildew will be taken care of because what mildew is is it goes into the porous and um in the bathroom the grout the grout it goes into the porous in the grout and it starts to grow there so if you continually to spray a bathroom if i'm cleaning a bathroom every week i'm spraying bleach and you will never see mildew come mm-hmm. when you have to deal with it. Yeah. And you see that in your own bathroom. Yeah, in
0: my shower. I feel like the shower builds up um the ba- the shower and the tub, I feel builds up soap scum and mildew and mold like much faster than other areas of the bathroom because you're yes. constantly using it and you're constantly washing dirt and dead skin off of you. And I know some people feel like uh, because you're in the bath and you're in the shower and you're constantly using soap and you're cleaning yourself, then your bath and your shower stays clean, no. but can you
1: speak to that? Yeah. Well, what happens is soap leaves a, a buildup. So eventually what you will have is that white buildup scum that you will see, um, along the, the bottom or even around where the uh, shower handle is. You will see that buildup there. The best thing to me is, um, to use Comet or ajax um a a scrub cleanser like that if you have mold not mold if you have um what is that you just said the grout the grout if you have grout that is indented i would use a a scrub brush because that's going to get in between the tiles where the grout is even the tiles on the bottom or else make sure that you use um a green scrubby something that is going to move That soap scum and that dirt around. Um, A cloth is not going to do it. You have to use an abrasive of some form. Um, So, yeah, no, the tub is not going to be clean just because you use soap. What the soap is doing is the soap is taking all the dirt off of you and all of the oil off of you. But what that's doing is it's leaving that residue in the shower and in the tub. And I'm sure you've seen that after you've taken a bath.
0: Yeah, yeah, I noticed that like, you know, after time when I know when it's time to clean my shower because it gets slippery, it starts to get slippery when it's not slippery, then I'm like, Oh, it's like, I know it's clean, but that's how I notice. I mean, obviously there's like color discoloration and things like that. But if I, if that doesn't happen yet, I usually will first notice by when it starts to get just a little bit slippery and I'm like, okay, it's time to clean the shower, which I think, I know that it's really hard to keep up on. I know people have said that, like, the bathrooms are least favorite place to clean, which it's my favorite, but I don't know. (laughs) It's, like, the least favorite place to clean, Um, but if you could at least try to concentrate on, and this is, like, bare minimum once a month, I think that would really help if you could at least, I, I know, my mom's giving me a face, like, no, 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 it needs to be sooner, but when you're really busy, like, when I had little, little ones, and I didn't have time to be uh, cleaning the shower every week or every other week I was like at least once a month and I had it in my calendar like this bathroom has to be cleaned at least once a month because you need to break down all of the grime and soap scum and stuff especially if you're taking baths and in that bathtub you're sitting in that and it's not you're not sitting in anything clean and I know a lot of moms are probably like oh my gosh the chemicals she's talking about chemicals and um I get it. I myself have my essential oil cleaner. My mom knows it's sitting on my (laughs) counter and uh, that's what I use to like clean our kitchen and stuff is I mostly use the clean, the cleaner stuff when my kids are around or I have the cleaning happen when they're not because I don't like them breathing in the um, bleach and uh, the Ajax and stuff like that. So I usually, and when I'm cleaning, I do what she said. I put a cloth over my face and I do it really quick so that I'm not breathing in a ton of that stuff. And I don't do it when the kids are around either. I usually send Brant away with the kids or, you know, now my mom's been here and she usually is here doing it while we're out of the house. Um, so I understand that there is like just some, do you have any recommendations for cleaner?
1: Um, I would say vinegar and water. Oh yeah. Um, that really cleans and gets rid of a lot of germs. Uh, I have nothing against Um, organic natural cleaners, all I would say is if you're cleaning with it and nothing's happening, which means the soap scum isn't going anywhere, the the mildew is still there, then you need to research something else. Um, Also, as Shome said, at least once a month, give it a good deep clean. Even though I clean Shomay's home every week, there are weeks that I am a little bit more tight in my time. And I know that because I have been keeping it uh, very clean and keeping up on the mildew and keeping up on the soap scum and keeping up on the floors and everything. There may be one week I don't get to that, but because I go back to it when I do get a chance, um, it stays clean. What I would say is don't wait four months. You see the build up the first month and you kind of say, okay. And the second month goes past and the third month and, all of a sudden, now you're taking an hour to get rid of that. Mm -hmm. That's there rather than 15 minutes, because you've kept upon it. Um, if you don't have the time, skip it, it's okay. Just go back and do it when you can, um, you know, or, or lives are all different. We all have different times to do things. Don't beat yourself up. Um, that's one thing I, I also would like, like to say is don't beat yourself up and don't go under condemnation and allow a guilt to take you because no, that brings in a different form of uncleanliness that brings in stress. That brings in an unworthiness. Oh, I'm I, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do when it comes to the home. No, just take your time. And when you can do it, do it correctly. And that will make up for the times that you can't do it totally detailed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we try to say that a lot on here of like, don't compare yourself to other people. Yes. And and it's okay. Like, uh, I think sometimes we sit in that uh, mindset of like, I can't do it or I'm not doing enough or whatever. And then it's easy for us just to not do it.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: So then instead of doing that, then, you know, just go, I can, right now I have time to go do my dishes and get my dishes done, put them away and put the clean ones away. And like, you know, do that. So concentrate on that. Don't concentrate on all the things that you can't do, but just little by little, if there's a Saturday that you have 30 minutes, go scrub the shower real fast, you know, and um, just try to do the little things that you can. But um, yeah, because I know it can be overwhelming. And I, I'm one of those where I look at the whole house, like, oh my gosh, I have to do all of this. And then I have to like, bring my brain to like, okay, it's okay. We are going to go work on the kids' room right now.
1: That's right. Okay,
0: we were able to do the kids' room this weekend. All right, next weekend, we're going to do the bathroom. Like, you know, I just try to break it up so that I don't feel like I'm super overwhelmed. And I try to find the small spaces of time that I have to work on something. Um,
1: um, may I say something yeah. here? And also, you know, there is a word called barter. You may have a friend that is that loves to clean. And you're involved in doing something that she needs. Like, for instance, I'm not very technical when it comes to uh, phones and computers. So, shome does all of my social media for me, and we barter. She does my social media. I do her cleaning. So, that may be another option for you to trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that.
0: Sure, because I think sometimes we always think that you have to, like, I mean, and, and people should get paid their worth. But even like as a doula, there are times that there may be someone that has uh, something that I would like and then they want me to be a doula and you're like, okay, well, we can make a trade, you know, and, you know, whatever. So I like that idea. Bartering is also a good idea. Um, So, okay. So we're talking about like getting rid of the soap scum and stuff and there may be some people that have no clue what we're talking about. Okay. So what does mold Because it's not always black. I think people always think if I see black, then that's bad. Yes. But there are other colors that show that something is building up. So what colors would we be
1: looking for? I would look for pink. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pink is usually mildew also. Um, And usually I think those are just, or green. And I think those are just the three major colors. If it's black, if you see green, or if you see pink. If you see buildup when it comes to soap scum, it's either dark gray Mm -hmm. and that's dirt and that's oil that the deposits that's being taken from your skin, um, with the soap or white. Um, Sometimes I see a little
0: bit like I've seen like a, like a light yellow, very, very
1: light. Right. But that's starting to go into green. Right. right. So the the further process of that would be green. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think we recognize when that buildup happens, because all of a sudden it's like we're dealing with something that wasn't there before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing I would say, too, and this is an area that no one really concentrates on when it comes to the bathroom, is the bottom around the toilet. Yes. That's yes. that's where you have that little those two little caps yes. that sit on top of those uh screws. And the front part. And the front the part. The part. Yeah, where the lid meets the bowl coming no, no, no. down. Yeah,
0: coming down, down towards under the ground yeah.
1: and towards the trunk of the toilet. Mm-hmm. A quick spray and a quick wipe. Yeah. Um sometimes I find too cleaning um toilets, paper towels are easier. Yeah. Sometimes when you're using a rag, it's dragging hair around. You're finding that you're wiping that same piece of hair three, four, five times One with the paper towel, it'll just grab it. It'll grab the dirt. You fold it, throw it away. But that's an area and also around the toilet trunk where it meets the floor. Mm-hmm. If you're starting to realize that you have a urine smell yeah, or you're realizing there's a little bit of yellow down around the floor where the toilet meets the floor, vinegar and water. Bleach. I would use bleach, but if you want to go natural, uh, vinegar and water, baking soda and water. Baking soda is really good for removing any kind of scent mm-hmm. of any kind. It's a good um, scrub too. Like we're talking about
0: trying to get into deep stuff. You yes, can use it as a scrub.
1: Yes, baking soda is um, uh it's like um, oh, okay. It's it's um, I forget uh, yeah. abrasive. Yeah, it's an abrasive, so it will go into the job of scrubbing. And it's a natural substance. It has no scent, no nothing. And it will take all the order out.
0: Lemon is great too for bleaching.
1: Yes. You can lemon mix with lemon and water with vinegar. Yeah. And you can spray that uh, on the mold. And the best thing to do with mold, don't wait till you see it. Yeah, which yeah. means get that spray bottle with your lemon, with your vinegar, with your baking soda in there if you want. Um, because vinegar um, and baking soda mix. They form um, a foam. And when that foam starts to come up, it takes out any kind of stain. So you could use that, but start ahead of time um, so that you control it. You're in the shower, you finish with the shower, give it that quick spray, leave that spray bottle in there with you. It's not like you're doing an extra job. It's like, hey, yeah. I just put some conditioner on my toes, like I just put conditioner <laughs> on my hair, and that'll but- take care of the mold.
0: Do you, um, now, do you have a way to get rid of those really hard spots on glass doors? Okay. Those are really hard to get rid of. Do you
1: have any tips? They're very hard to get rid of. Um, there is a product called lime away. Lime away is really what that is. It gets rid of all the the hard water deposit that is forming on the glass. Um, but it is a very strong chemical. So a lot of people probably would not want to use that. What I find is that if you take a little bit of baby oil, or if you take a little bit of orange oil that you use for furniture and you put it on a paper towel, fold the paper towel so that it's even, you know, it's not bunched up so that you have a bunch of crevices, lay it flat, put some of that oil on it and rub it into the glass. What it will do is it will kind of absorb. And cover the um, the water buildup. It will not take it away. It will cover it. If you want to take it away, you'll have to use um, a hard water deposit remover, and that's usually a like chemical. Away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I would use, which will not encompass um, chemicals, is a one-edged blade. Mm. Um, a one edge blade means it has a blade on one side and on the other side, it has a little silver where you can hold it. Um, and then you could use that. I would spray Windex or your vinegar. And then I would just use the one edge blade to kind of scrape off, but that's going to take you a little while. Um, the oil will cover it as to where at least it will look like there's no water deposits. The
0: other thought process I have is if you used Like, if you're not a fan of the harsher chemicals, but you have major buildup, I would say use the harsh chemicals real quick. Get rid of that buildup. And then from then on, if you keep up with it, you can use your uh, more eco-friendly, green-friendly type of cleaners. If, you know, once you take away that, like, really hard...
1: Uh, Well, the best way and this is what I do in my own shower. I have a squeegee Mm -hmm. in my shower. Yeah. As soon as I finish showering, I squeegee off my glass, right? I never get water buildup. Okay, that's going to be the easiest way to control it. So if you do have it now, you take a few minutes and get rid of it with um, a chemical, get your squeegee. And after you finish showering, just squeegee off the the doors, it'll take less than a minute. Yeah.
0: Okay, Um, I was gonna ask you something. Okay, what is the one, a couple, you can share a couple things. What is something in the house people overlook
1: that is important to clean? I would say baseboards, window sills, a lot of times your mini blinds, um, you can get a vacuum that has um, attachments, that has a little brush on there that will Take care of your baseboards. It'll take care of your uh, window sills. It'll take care of your mini blinds uh, without you doing them one by one by hours. Um, the other areas I would say is in the kitchen, move everything at least once a month and wipe behind everything. You've got a lot of bacteria in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You're, you're dealing with um, raw meats, you're dealing with vegetables, you know. You're dealing with many different aspects, spices, many different stuff that you're bringing foods. in
0: from stores. Yes,
1: and, yeah, and um, you know, as you're moving around things, you would you would really think you don't have to wipe the ledges behind your counters or whatever, but those areas do collect dust, and um, I hope this doesn't take anyone wrong. <laughs> But I have a friend in California, and um, she, she's so worried about washing your hands, and what do you eat and washing the vegetables and no germs and everything. And one day I just said to her, you're so worried about, you know, the green and all of this, but your ledges are filthy. I mean, there's dust <laughs> everywhere. And she could take it because she was my friend. She knew me, you know. We didn't have to hide our opinions from each other. Yeah. If it didn't go, it didn't go. We knew how to just let it go if, yeah, yeah. if it didn't hit with us. But And I say to her, but you have so much dust hanging all around here. And, you know, that is very important also, yeah. not breathing that in mm-hmm. and not cooking around where you're moving and the dust is moving as you're moving. And that's getting also into your food. So yeah. I would say um, areas where you don't move anything, I would say at least once a month try to move when you're dusting when you're cleaning the kitchen try to move everything at least once a month i know that you're not going to get onto your bed once a month that's okay (laughs) once every six months that's fine Um, but areas where you are living and you are breathing where do you find that the
0: most built the most dirt buildup ends up happening because we have a lot of people that have allergies right i know i know a lot of people that have allergies and they're They're uh, like, I, you know, I have allergies and it's acting up and, but it's like, it's coming. It obviously comes from outside in very easily. So where do you usually find the most dirt buildup so that maybe they can know where the places they really need to be looking to try to keep clean.
1: I would say Dustin because dust just falls, it settles, but you have dust mites Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are allergic to dust. Um, I would say your dust in areas. Try to move things at least once a month.
0: Do you clean furniture? When yes you're cleaning and what is your what is, how do you like to clean furniture? Okay,
1: what I do is I like to vacuum. I take up all the cushions and try to vacuum underneath the cu- the cushions and the couch at least once a month. Um, I, if I see any spots, I try to wipe it right away so that it's not a buildup of stain after stain, after stain. And the product that's really good is OxyClean. Um, OxyClean is a very, it's strong, but it has no scent. Um, it has a little scent. Yeah. But not that, but it's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not overwhelming and it's not a chemical reaction scent and OxyClean is really good for stains. Um, other than that, I would use a a mixture of baking soda and vinegar, because remember when you had that chocolate that, uh, spilled all over your kitchen rug and you thought we'd never get it out. Yeah. So what I did was I poured a little bit of vinegar and then I sprinkled some baking soda and as the baking soda foamed up, the chocolate started to come up. Then I let it sit for a little while, but I went back and I kept wetting it and, and um rubbing it and then I took a scrub brush and tried to get into the fibers of the rug um so for furniture if it is wood furniture I dust it if it is uh, material furniture I would vacuum it lift up the cushions vacuum underneath and if I saw spots or anything I try to get it ahead of time so that those stains don't settle into the fibers of the couch mm-hmm.
0: yeah and then where would where what places do you say are like real important to keep up on weekly?
1: Bathrooms, kitchen, and floors. Okay. And then what about? L- let me just, oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah let me talk about floors for me. Elaborate. Minute. Yeah. Floor, people don't realize that when your floors are dirty, if you have rugs in the house, your rugs are going to get dirty because if your floors are dirty and you're walking from room to room, you're tracking that dirt onto your rugs. Mm. Um, we have swifters now, which are extremely easy. Push that button, move that swifter back and forth. Your floor is clean. It's the only way I'm
0: cleaning the floor. I yeah. don't get on my hands and knees like my mom.
1: Yeah. For, <laughs> year, for years, for years, I cleaned, um, most of the homes that we went into, I did the floors on hands and knees. We had 5,000 square foot homes. I would do on my hands and knees as the years have gone on. It has started to bother my knees and, um, I am beginning to realize that you can, get a floor just as clean with the swifter now corners and all of that you may have to pay a little bit more attention and underneath furniture but on the whole i see that the swifter um and even a general mop and water
0: i was gonna ask you what are your thoughts on mops i hear that they're really dirty
1: um yeah you have to be extremely careful with the mop number one i would say only get um a wool mop or cotton mop um but after i would mop each floor i would soak my mops in bleach, and bleach right? yeah i
0: remember uh,
1: for at least one to two hours yeah. people aren't gonna do that yeah. you don't have the time to do that so in that case i would say in this day and age a swifter will probably be the best bet put your little your little mat down put your swifter on top of it mop with it take it off and throw it away
0: And I've seen people where they keep the container of the Swifter. And then like, I know, you know, there's oil companies that have the concentrated cleaner that you can pour in there with water. Um, so if you want to go a cleaner route, you can always find a clean concentrated uh, cleaner for your floors that you pour in that little container with water and it'll work if you don't want the chemicals on your floors.
1: Well, the thing is the best cleaner for your floors is vinegar and water, right? Okay, for wood floors, you do not go with a heavy wet, right? You make sure that that if you're using a mop that that mop is is wrung out as much as possible. If you're using a swifter, you can mix your vinegar and water, um, the chemicals, you know, the, the clean, you have to realize something, I'm selling you a floor. So now that I've sold you the floor, I have to continue to make money. So I'm going to create a cleaner that I say that this is only for your floors. And that you have to use that cleaner. I remembered when I first went into Shaw May's home in San Diego, she had two different types of <laughs> swifter cleaners. Yes. Yeah. And I say to her, this is the same cleaner, read the ingredients. They say that one is for floors and one is for tile. But the ingredients are exactly the same. They're just selling you two different yeah. products because you're buying yeah, two they different made products. One,
0: they said one was for wood floors and one was for normal floors. And <laughs> she looked at the ingredients. It was exactly the same. Did not that happen for like an all-purpose cleaner and like some other cleaner, like a kitchen cleaner or something? So yes. like You looked at them and you're like, this is the exact same ingredient.
1: Yes. So that's another uh, tip. When you're buying products, read the ingredients and see why, why am I buying three different products when I can use this one product, it has all the same ingredients, you're saving money. Mm -hmm. Um, Another product for wood would be Myers wood soap, M-Y-E-R-S. It has an oil substance in it. Sometimes it will make certain wood floors slippery, Mm -hmm. so you have to be careful. But for your cabinets, for any wood that you want to wash, for wood floors, Myers, wood soap, is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Other than that, just mix yourself up some vinegar and water.
0: I'm actually glad you you mentioned cabinets. So I never thought, and I know this is stuff that you probably already know, but I never thought when it came to, um, until we had a house that had white railings and white cabinets, did I notice all of the dirt and grime that would build up on the railings on our stairs and the cabinets on, you know, our cabinets. And, um, do you just wipe? how often do you wipe those down?
1: Me personally, every week,
0: every week. Okay. Um,
1: What's happening is especially if you're using a white railing going downstairs, the oil from your hand, um, anything that's on your hand as you hold the railing, it builds up. Yeah. To me, I feel if you stay on top of something, it is much easier to take care of it than to let it go and have to scrub through four or five, six months of dirt rather than two, three weeks of dirt, with just a quick wipe.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we talked about what you would do weekly. What is something that you feel can be cleaned just once a month? Or let's say bi-weekly.
1: Okay, so when I would clean, this is what I would do. When I went into a home, we did all of the normal cleaning bathrooms, kitchen, dusting, floors, but then I would, um, bi-weekly what I would do is this week I would do windowsills and I would do baseboards. The next week I came, I would do fans and I would do, um, block many blinds this way i kept up on it continually where it never got a chance to get dusty and dirty Mm -hmm. but it wasn't overwhelming continuing i would say you can do your baseboards your windowsills your blinds and your fans once a month okay what you can do is these two weeks you can do your windowsills and your baseboards the next two weeks you can do your fans and you can do your mini blinds Mm -hmm. you're still breaking it up and it's not all overwhelming, all at one time.
0: How often do you feel dusting needs to happen?
1: I would say at least. I would say weekly, but I would. You could probably get by every two weeks.
0: And is there anything that would be okay just to do monthly?
1: Yeah, and that would be your baseboards, your windowsills. Oh, all right, because right,
0: right, you're if you're doing those bi-weekly, that's once a month. Then
1: that's once a month. Okay. Um, I would say though, the bathrooms, the kitchen, and your floors need to be done once a week.
0: Yeah. Okay. So if you're if if you if you concentrating on organized areas and you're doing that, like areas that aren't touched often, like let's say your closets, um, your linen closets, your garage, stuff like that, that's okay. Well, our garage, we have to organize more than, than once a year. Because once before Christmas or after Christmas it has to be organized, after spring it has to be organized. We have to do it usually multiple times a year. But closets and things like that, if you just go through it once a year, it should mostly be kept up, right? And is that good to do during the spring? Or is that something? Is that something that you would do in the spring and the fall? Or like, what are your thoughts?
1: Well, we're here with spring cleaning. Yes, I think that we here with spring cleaning because when the sun starts to come out, the weather starts to get warmer, we get more motivated, right? It's like, okay, yeah. now we can open the doors, we're not we hibernating can open the windows. Right. And in winter <laughs> you just feel, I know when I lived in Minnesota, I hardly did anything in the winter. I mean, I did all my normal cleaning, but I, I, it was really hard for me to get motivated, um, in the winter time. But as soon as the spring hit, it was like, oh, right here. Let's go. Now, when it comes to organizing the linen closets, your bathroom cabinets depends on how you are concerning those areas. If you organize your linen closet during the spring. But you're the type of person that you do your laundry every week, you open the linen closet and you just dump everything in there. <laughs> Are you saying something, Mom? <laughs> no, no, no. Your, <laughs> okay. Linen closet, I would say it's really good. Okay. <laughs> um But you just dump everything in there. Um, it takes you more time to find what you're looking for. Yeah. Especially if it's something that you use, like Christmas time. Keep your Christmas towels together. Um, keep your sheets together, keep your regular towels, you know, together yeah. in one area. Then when you go in to find what you need to find. It is so much easier. And really, I, I know that I've gone into homes and I've seen clothes dropped on the floor next to the hamper. And I'm like, it would have taken one more second just to put it into the hamper. She literally I, says I, this. You know, um, and that's, you know, that's huge. Yeah. Because you go into the bedroom and you're looking for something and things are all over the place. I, I I mean with me personally, I would feel confused.
0: Yeah. And then there's
1: some people that people are like confusion. That's
0: me. She calls a confusion. <laughs> organized mess, My craft tables are just <laughs> everywhere, but I know exactly what it where is what.
1: Right. But I would say those areas, if you keep up you fold your towels, you put towels where towels are, then you probably don't have to organize that linen closet once a year if you just want to take everything and wipe it out i mean i don't even see really doing that yeah because in the linen closet you're constantly putting things in and out the door is closed so it's not like a lot of dust is getting in there Mm -hmm. um yeah the garage depends like you said you know you take out christmas ornaments and all the christmas decorations then you have to put those back so that needs to be organized and for easter and Well, you saw we,
0: we organized our garage right after Christmas. It was completely organized. Then we had Kylie's birthday and it was a mess after that. Right. So (laughs) it's like, sometimes you got to, you know, constantly do that. Just depending how often you're moving things in and out. Um, I did have a question though, before I lose it, you said something about the closets and is there any, I know some moms, like we do laundry once a week. That is how I feel is the easiest for me to do it once. But I know moms, I don't know how. do laundry every day or every couple days is there a way to make laundry easier on you And, and obviously we're thinking about some parents that just have one or two kids and there could be some families that have five or six kids so is there just is there any tricks
1: to make laundry easier or laundry is just the way it is i would say the parents that are doing laundry probably every day they're finding that it is easier to fold a few things and put it away mm-hmm. rather than to wait till the end of the week and all of a sudden you're dealing with four loads of laundry. It's taking you an hour and a half to fold, it's taking you an hour to put it away, mm-hmm. rather than 15, 20 minutes folding one load, putting it away, and that's it. Um, um, I think yeah, it depends cool. on the person the family and it depends on who does the laundry. I know that when every time I come, to, we may do laundry for you on Monday, I may come over on Wednesday to clean and I'll do laundry again on Wednesday. Yeah. Because to me, it's easier than me waiting until next Wednesday mm-hmm. and having that whole week to fold. It's easier for me just to fold. Yeah. You know, one load, two loads rather than four loads.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Makes sense. All right, did you have anything else that you would want to add that, because Koa is starting to make noise and he's probably going to get really loud, but is there anything else that you feel like we didn't cover that you would want to add when it comes to spring cleaning?
1: No, I would just say you keep up on everything. It's much easier to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes we have bad habits. Mm -hmm. We have good habits. Um, sometimes we find it easier, you know, to sit on the couch for an hour and maybe go through social media. Right. Um, I understand that some people have to do that, but, but if you're dealing with a situation like cleaning and it is overwhelming, what I would do. Hold on. uh,
0: Break. One second break. (laughs) And she can never turn it off. You guys ever. I'm literally watching her shut <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> What I would say is, you know, before you allow anything to become overwhelming, um, get it into your spirit. I'm gonna take ten minutes, and I'm I'm just gonna do this. Yeah. Even if it's just ten minutes. Yeah. I am going to get up, and I'm gonna do this. I know that procrastination. Even I deal with it myself at times. And I have to push myself and say, this is what I am going to do. Um, There's sometimes I love to clean, you know, that I I could do it all the time, but there's sometimes I just don't feel like it. Yeah. But if I get up and I'm walking on crumbs for the next 15, 20 (laughs) minutes,
0: and my mind is like
1: this, you know, all right, this is bugging me. I just have to get to the point to say, I'm just going to take five minutes, get the vacuum, take care of it. And there's peace for the next, five days till I got to do it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's
0: true. I mean, and I, I deal with that, especially because social media, a lot of times comes with my job or I'm, I'm handling the social media for our podcast. I do it for myself and I do it for you. So that's three people. Oh, and my mops group. I also do the social media for that. So I am, I feel like sometimes I'm constantly on my phone trying to get stuff done for all these different things. And, um, but there are times like last night, I didn't feel like doing the, the dishes, but it I knew it needed to be done. Right. And I was like, if I just hurry up and do this really quick before I sit down on the couch, and then I know that I'm not getting up to do it. And if I just do it really quick, I will do it. And it's the one thing I've been trying to work on this year is like, when I don't want to just go do it really quick. And then later, you know, and there are times that I don't do it. But sometimes you just have to push yourself to get it done real fast. And then you'll be done. I did want to ask one more question that I thought of before. Now, I know, and I hear moms say this all the time, they go to clean and they, before they know it, three hours has gone by and they've gotten nothing done because they're doing laundry and then, oh, the dishes and then, oh, I got to put, what, do you have anything do you have any tips for that? I know I'm uh when I'm organizing, and then I'm like, oh, but this needs to go in the other room, and then I bring it to the other room, and then I realize, oh, but like that needs to get done, you know. So, do you have any tips for like trying to stay on task, or or I don't know. It, do you just put everything in a pile while you're cleaning and go, okay, that will go into another room when I'm done, or like, do you know what I mean? I think focus, uh-huh. and 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 when
1: you focus, it means. I have to clean the dishes. Okay, the phone will rain. All of a sudden, the baby will cry. You'll, you know, but you try to stay focused on that one thing as much as possible. It is not always going to work that way. But if it is the bedroom, and there's, okay, this goes here, put it in a pile. I find that when I start walking back and forth, I lose a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And I even do that here sometimes. Mm-hmm. But after the first four or five times, I finally say, that's it. Just put in <laughs> a pile of what goes out of this room into uh-huh. the next room uh-huh. and put it right outside the door. Um, just focus. And and a lot of it is what you said. Um, dishes are in the sink. I know that if I sit on the couch, it's not going to get done. Let me just do it. And sometimes you've got to push yourself. The last thing I would say is if you can afford it, get a housekeeper, <laughs> right? It'll save, do that. That's <laughs> it. It'll save a lot of stress, but then make sure you get the right one. Because if you don't, that's another stress point of, yeah. of, of paying someone and you're noticing, Hey, this isn't done.
0: Yeah. Well, I've noticed that there are some people that budget for it. They will budget yes. for it. Or I have from some friends that have they're like an extra thing that they do, whether it's a network marketing company or whatever, and they specifically do that just to pay for housekeeping. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's the better way for you, then go for it. (laughs) All right, well, we're done with our time today. Thank you for coming on and sharing some of your tips. Hopefully this has helped some of you mamas. If you have any other questions, you know that you can always find us at our Instagram handle, all the things with C and B. Or you can just go straight to my mama and message her. She has an Instagram as well. Hers is gateway, spelt gateway, and then the number two, Glory, and you could go find her there, and you could send her a message and friend her and, you know, be like, I heard you on the podcast, and I got some questions about cleaning. She will have no problem helping, and if it's a message directly to her, I'll let her know that she has a message. Um but anyway thank you again for coming You're on welcome. and we hope you guys have a great week. Bye. Bye-bye.